Good morning, Oregon. It's Wednesday, March 31st. This is Elliot News with your news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Months after Oregon health authority officials said they were actively assessing the results of a COVID-19 exposure app trial conducted at Oregon State University, state officials still haven't finalized any report on the test. The disclosure came in response to a series of public records requests. The decision by state staffers not to formally assess the technology helps explain why the project has been delayed for months, leaving Oregon as one of just four states along or west of the Continental Divide that has failed to adopt it. The apps, which are free and available on Android and Apple smartphones, use Bluetooth technology to alert users who opt in to potential exposures to people with confirmed coronavirus infections. The state now says it will release high-level findings next week, but it remains unclear whether it plans to adopt the technology. Oregon coronavirus cases are ticking back up after months in decline. The state is now averaging 365 cases a day, the most since March 1st. State officials have taken notice of the increase in cases, especially because hospitalizations also shot up over the last week. State epidemiologist Dr. Dean Seidlinger briefed lawmakers on Tuesday. This is not too steep an increase yet, but it is something that we're definitely concerned about, particularly with this uptick in hospitalizations. Seidlinger said the uptick could be in part because of new variants of the virus circulating or the effect of more communities partially reopening businesses and public areas. A woman who jumped from the back seat of a moving Clark County Sheriff's patrol car on Interstate 5 is in critical condition, according to a spokesman for the Washington State Patrol. The woman was arrested Monday around noon on allegations of fourth-degree assault, domestic violence, and interfering with a 911 call, sheriff's officials said in a statement. While she was handcuffed in the back of a deputy's car, the woman undid her seatbelt and jumped out of the rear passenger side window while the car was traveling at freeway speeds, according to the sheriff's office. The deputy who was driving the car was placed on administrative leave. The Washington State Patrol will lead an investigation. The Oregon legislature is moving to wipe out more than $300 million in state taxes triggered by federal stimulus payments, but it could take several months for 900,000 taxpayers to get all the money back. The three federal payments came in the form of a federal tax rebate, which isn't taxable. But in Oregon, which allows residents to subtract their federal taxes from their state tax liability, it's meant an extra $333 on the average tax bill. Lawmakers in both parties have signaled support for addressing the stimulus tax issue, but changes in Oregon tax law don't take effect until 90 days after the legislature convenes. And the Oregon Department of Revenue said Tuesday that any change could take months to implement. The Smashburger, named for the way the patties are pressed against a hot grill, have been a hit in Portland. Since Burger Stevens opened in 2016, at least 25 more carts, pop-ups, and restaurants have started serving Smashburgers in the metro area, including five new spots since January alone. The Oregonian and Oregon Live's Michael Russell tried more than 20 different burgers to find the top 14. At the top of the heap is a $5 cheeseburger from Mid-City Smashburger. The cart at Southeast 10th Avenue and Stark Street started as a porch pop-up in New Orleans before relocating to Portland. Find the entire list at OregonLive.com dining. Thanks for listening. Find more news at OregonLive.com and learn how you can support our journalism at OregonLive.com slash pod support.